0: Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that will help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic
1: Planning Podcast. Hey everybody. Welcome into another edition of Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders and myself. It's August, it's still hot, but that's okay. We're still dealing with a lot of stuff financially, and we're going to talk about analyzing some advice we've seen over the past month on surviving this bear market. Uh, some of the markets are into that territory. Some have dipped in, dipped back out. Uh, we're still playing around in all these areas, and, of course, it doesn't feel like playing, right? It still feels very serious, and it is very serious. Uh, there's a lot of turmoil, and so we've, we've had the R word kicked around, recession, lots of different things. So what we did, Mike, is we kind of grabbed um, some comments and things from various very- various experts across the country, and we've got experts in quotation marks, but um, just to kind of look at some of the advice that's being said from the larger talking heads or on the big channels or whatever the case is, and then letting you kind of give us your two cents and, you know, is it good advice, something worth following, something worth proceeding with caution, something that completely makes no sense, whatever the case is. So I thought we would kind of dive into that a little bit and let you kind of share with us. How's that sound?
0: That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You
1: get to be uh, the analysis to the analysis. How's that? (laughs) Uh, You you doing all right, my friend? Yeah,
0: doing good. We're getting ready here at the end of the month. In fact, the very end of the month on the 31st to do a lunch and learn in uh, Charlotte at uh, the Potter Law Firm. Um, So uh, if you are in the area and want to come join us, we're going to be talking about a different way to invest. So we'll probably hit on a few of those things here as we're talking today, it sounds like.
1: Cool. So that's going to be at the end of August here on the, well, like I said, the last day, on huh? the 31st. The 31st,
0: yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you right didn't get a
1: notification day. or something like that didn't come out to you and you're interested, definitely yeah. let them know. Just
0: let us know. Give a call. Yeah. That's right.
1: Uh, call to uh, the number 336-668-4338. That's the that's number correct. or go to the website, spcinvesting.com. And again, that number right. was 336-668-4338. So for the lunch and learn at the end of the month. Very cool. Um, all right. So let's analyze some of the stuff from folks we got here, Mike. Okay. We've got Phil Orlando, who is an... Is that Tony's brother? It may or? be. It may be. <laughs> okay. Or maybe no, it's his grandson. I don't know. Or son. But, yeah, that's uh, right. He's an equity strategist, whatever that is. And he, right. says, <laughs> he says he expects the market to decline further over the summer. Now, he said this a month ago, and so we'll, you know, we'll see if he's right with about a month left or six weeks okay. left. But uh, an additional 10% in falling in the markets is what he was saying. And he favors things like value stocks, energy, financial, health care versus growth stocks. He also says that cash hasn't been this attractive in more than 20 years. Let's break this down a little bit. Um, I, I don't think it's super groundbreaking. Uh, cash is probably technically up a hair just because the Fed's ticking up. Right. But I don't know. What do you think about some of this? It's, it's, he's got a lot in here.
0: Yeah, he does. Uh, sounds like he's a talking head on the programs that are uh, supported by uh, Wall Street advertisers. <laughs> Maybe. OK, it- so,
1: well, let's let's break it down. Growth stocks versus value stocks. What do you think about that?
0: I don't know how he comes up with that. Uh, you know, companies that are depressed in their uh, stock price or have some kind of distress going on mm-hmm. are going to perform better than stock companies that have strong financials, growth stocks. Um, he might be right, but it's it's a guess. I mean, yeah. n- who knows? That's what um, a lot
1: of it is—is is guessing, right? It is. I, I mean, it's, the it's growth stocks big. have taken the beating. Tech you know mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and and value is this back to the conversation of having um a decent smattering of various things right yeah
0: well, and and quite frankly if if uh you know energy and financials and healthcare have been mm-hmm. doing well why mm-hmm. do you want to buy at the top of the market why wouldn't you buy the things to the tech that's been beat down if you're going to try and you know predict the future right True. so he's He's doing the thing. He's saying, this is the hot stuff. This is where we want to get. We want to go with the hot stuff. And then you buy in and it, and it tops out. And and now you got to make another move. It's perfect for the wall street set because how do they make their living? Transactions. So if I can get you into this hot stuff that's mm. going to top out mm. soon, then I can get you out, and I got commissions on two sides. And then I, I'm also going to be selling you something else
1: new at that point. Ah, the next so. hot thing. I right? like it. Yeah, interesting. So it, it destroys your wealth. It's
0: not a good way to go at things. Gotcha. Uh, you're know, yeah. trying to guess what's what's the next hot thing.
1: Yeah, and uh, and that's what winds up happening, right? I mean, we've got 24 hour news cycles, as we all know. Mm. People got to talk, and they got to have something. I mean, yes, we're on a podcast; you're listening to it, but I always feel yeah. like this is a little different because a we're not you know on a major uh, broadcast you know right. you're doing this out to your clients and friends of clients and a smaller circle but you're also in the trenches every day doing the stuff versus some people who may be truly just talking heads you know well or
0: like you he said he's a strategist he's an analyst he's just looking at things and trying to come up with the cool stuff to talk about that's going to get people's attention and it will sell more advertisers. There you so, go. I mean, okay. Sorry to be so... so no, uh, no,
1: dear, you're fine. That's what, <laughs> that's what I wanted you to do. And so basically, yeah. you do not agree with Mr. Phil.
0: I don't. I okay. don't. All right. Even That's though he might be Tony's grandson.
1: That's right. Either way. For those
0: of you that who know who <laughs> Tony, Tony Orlando, Orlando was. <laughs> and Don.
1: That's right. Right. Uh, okay. So let's go to the next one here. Financial author, Sam Robson, maybe Robson. Sorry if I don't have that right. Mm-hmm. He okay. says the bear market is uh, a fantastic opportunity for long-term investors, but long-term is the key phrase. Now, that, clearly not groundbreaking. This is absolutely the norm, right? I mean, long-term yeah. investing... Is the key. And when there is a bear market, to your point a second ago, trying to get some stuff when it's uh, on sale, when it's depressed. Yeah,
0: this is diametrically opposed to Tony, I mean, Phil Orlando mm-hmm. and and Phil was saying holding cash is attractive. No, it's not. <laughs> you don't make anything on cash. right? And if you've got um, cash or you've got a well diversified portfolio, there's some things that may might be going up versus some things, the, and the majority of things are going down, or there might be some things that are going down slower than other things that are going down faster. And you always have the opportunity in that kind of a market, the bear market like this, to be able to rebalance your your mix and get more of the stuff that's cheaper. And and there's a guy that a lot of you have heard of, Warren Buffett, and mm-hmm. I, you you want to buy when the blood's running in the street. So, I mean, it's like, it's, it is a fantastic opportunity. So you want to be buying low, selling high. Yeah. You take your things that are higher, buy things that are lower. You got more of the low stuff. When it turns, it, it blasts out of the bottom of the market. I
1: think really the nice. other key phrase for our listeners, Mike, would be, yes, you, we, we want to buy low while things are depressed. But just make sure you're also doing it with some the resources that you have available and that you're not altering your plan, that you're not taking too much exactly. risk in, in something that you, and a lot of times you'll hear people say is if you've got cash on the sidelines, that's, that's what you do, you mm-hmm. know, cause if you're selling stuff at a loss to buy something at a loss, that's not necessarily, yeah. a, that's not a good move either. Not, not the best way to do it. That's right. Exactly. And, and,
0: and again, this guy, I forgot what you said his name, uh, was, his name was,
1: Sam Robson.
0: Damn, yeah, you know, he said long term is the is key, the key mm-hmm. phrase here. So you don't want to be just coming into a, a down market and say, "Hey, I think this thing's at the bottom. Let's buy in and and that sort of thing." And then you're not ready for what happens next. You want to have a plan for the long haul, yeah. so that when yeah. you're doing this, it's going to work when the market turns and goes the other way too.
1: So, yeah, wasn't it? I think it was Warren. Since you brought up Warren Buffett, this said, "If you're not prepared to be in the market for ten years, don't be in it for ten minutes." Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so there you go. Something like that, anyway. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Let's see what financial journalist Bill Stone has to say. Uh, he says there's a silver lining to all of this stock and bond market damage in the recent weeks. Um, that the bad news has some of this stuff baked in, or the bad news is baked in, excuse me, to some of the pricing of the markets already. He goes on to suggest that timing the end of a bear market, of course, is impossible. But when they do rebound, they typically are fairly explosive and it usually happens prior to the economy recovering.
0: Yeah, uh, it's interesting. We did a study that looked at recessions, and you know that's where he's talking about the economy recovering out of a recession. Uh, going back to I think it was 1948, and looking at there was about 12 different periods of recession that we looked at. In those recessions, number one, leading up to them in the six months prior to the recession being officially declared by the government. Uh, in half the times leading up to it, the market was positive and the other half it was negative. And then when you got to the recession and you were in it for whatever period of time it was, mm-hmm. for a year, for six months, three months, whatever it was, the, the uh, again, half the time the market was positive, half the time it was negative. And it wasn't a carryover from the six months prior. It could have been negative coming into it and positive during the recession or vice versa. But the thing that was really impressive was in the one year, three years, five years and 10 years following the recessions, there was only one time in the one year period where it was negative. Every other time it was vastly positive. Wow. And so it, it, it he's he's absolutely right. You can't time the bottom or, or a bear market's end mm-hmm. or what have you. And so it is going to rebound. And a lot of times the market is explosive, even if the economy isn't. So think back to 2008, 2009, that recessionary period there. The economy did not just rebound explosively coming out of that. You know, they said it was just a melee and continued for quite a while in just a slow, slow recovery. But the market, just like a V recovery, just boomed out of there and, and uh, recovered very quickly what mm-hmm. had been lost in that uh, market downturn. So you just That's you, a good point don't do that. You don't do that stuff. And and recession is not a time to run to cash like Mr. Tony Orlando's. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Cousin's (laughs) roommate's former friend. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, he's he's become a great friend. Um, Yeah, you don't run to cash in a recession because a recession, oftentimes it's a time where um, you're you're making some money and, and particularly you add inflation in inflationary uh, times that you want to go to the stock market. You don't want to go to cash or to bonds. That's that's the one area where you don't make anything in inflationary times. It's in the stock market. Well, let
1: let me ask you about that other piece that the Mr. Stone had to say here, uh, okay. talking about bad news sometimes is baked in to the downturn huh. prices of the market. Um, mm-hmm. So when we start to see a market correction, like we're going through right at the time mm-hmm. of this taping of this, is is that true? I mean, if the market is kind of forward looking, is mm-hmm. it sort of baking in some of the bad news into those prices while it's falling?
0: It probably is. and But, you know, here's the other thing. Sometimes the market front runs the economy and sometimes the economy front runs the market. So, I mean, you can't know for sure right. if that's the case, right? But, you know, we kind of just our gut feel. I mean, look at what's going on. You got a war, you got inflation, you got supply chain, you got... I mean it just goes on and on and on and so you got to believe yeah a lot of this is probably what's driven this down and all but Something could happen that's even worse seeming, and the market rebounds on it. So you just don't know. That's why a long term plan that will weather through, you know, all seasons is the way you want to go.
1: Well, with you saying that, I'm going to jump to this one here because I think that okay. works out really well. Um, it's a collection of advisors and a recent Go Banking Rates article. So I'm guessing Go Banking Rates is some sort of an online thing shared this advice. They said, do not change your allocation in a 401k following a market downturn without first making sure you have a thought out long-term and strategic financial plan in place. Don't just go changing things because you're panicked.
0: I would say, check that off on your list. That's a good piece of advice.
1: Yeah. And it goes right with what you were just saying, right? Make sure that, you know, if you are panicked, there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with being panicked we're seeing a downturn you're getting nervous if you've got a plan in place even if you're you know i mean mike you've got tons of clients i'm sure that you've got a great plan in place for all of them but maybe one or two just get nervous and they call yeah. they call up and say hey mike do mm-hmm. we need to make a change i'm a little worried or are we still okay that's what you're there for
0: Exactly. And that's, I, that's the best phone call you can get from the standpoint of they're not just sitting there and sweating it out and getting more and more nervous and hurting themselves or
1: taking action. Right. Yeah. Without or doing
0: something wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But they're, they're getting some advice and, and I, man, that's, that's the best thing you can do is go to someone you trust that, uh, that knows this kind of stuff and isn't just, you know, um, uh, Flying by the seat of their pants or whatever you want to call it and, yeah. and get some good advice.
1: Yeah. 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 They're not just uh, tying a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree, which uh, Mr. Orlando did back in the sure. beginning. <laughs> you had to go back. To I that, had to pull you? that one out. Didn't <laughs> I? I had to find that. I had to find a way to put that in there. So I love it. I love the, it. That's the only song I knew from Tony Orlando and Dawn. but not exactly, I was going to make it work. Uh, final one, Mike, and we'll get out of here this week. The okay. head of national the head of National Retirement Resource Organization, whatever that is as well, said if it was me and I was going to declare my retirement and have myself a party, I might delay it a year or even two. This was said about a month ago. Oh, okay. So he's saying, basically, if he was getting ready to retire, he might put it off another year, maybe two, just because of the economy that we're in right this minute. I, I Me, personally, I have issues with these completely broad statement questions mm-hmm. because, okay, fine. Maybe he does need to put it off, but maybe <laughs> I don't, you know, or, yeah. uh, you know, there's like a million factors that could go into saying to put it off, you know, or to not put it off.
0: Exactly. That's why it goes back to that good old word, it depends or phrase, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it does. It depends on where you're at and what's going on. It, it's kind of tough to go into retirement and start, you know, you stop the paycheck coming in and now you're going to start drawing off this money right. you've been accumulating and you start drawing and it's, it can be a little tough to see it going down while you're also drawing, which makes it seem and, and, to go and down And I get faster. that.
1: I, like nobody wants to retire per se in yeah. a down market or in a down economy, but it is what it is. Like, I mean, no one probably wanted to retire in 08, you know, 2007 or 8. If they were hitting that date then, they were probably pretty panicked, frightfully so. But you're there. So isn't the goal to try to build a strategy with a financial professional like yourself, Mike, to be able to retire in any economy because stuff's just going to happen?
0: Exactly. And that's that's the goal. You're exactly right. You want to try and plan for that sort of thing. In fact, when we look at building a portfolio, we always try and start in, in modeling looking back at random returns that have occurred, mm-hmm. and we start at the top of a market, not after it's already gone down and we're just getting the upswing right out of the gate. We want to yeah. start where you're going to lose money right off the bat and and look at it. And that helps you to be you know structuring things to come up with the amount of money it's going to take to yeah. actually get there and be able to weather whatever's going on at the time you're ready to walk away.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you retired in 2019, you're probably like, woohoo, because it yeah, was man. a fantastic year financially, exactly. right? So you're super excited. Well, and now here you are, what, three years later, and you're, oh, this is not good. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to see good years and bad years in retirement, God willing, if you have more than, you know, a long enough retirement, you're going right. to see ups and downs. So have a strategy that helps you weather all of that stuff. Obviously, there's always going Go ahead. Yeah.
0: In fact, you're going to see even things like in 2020, early in the year, February, mid-February, the market just suddenly crashed by 34%. Yeah. And, you know, if you thought, oh, goodness, I can't retire now or whatever. Well, It recovered in thirty-five days
1: later. Yeah, (laughs) now that was pretty random, but still, it was. It it just goes ten
0: years of market returns, all this right, crammed into four months. There, it it just
1: goes to show anything can happen, Mm -hmm. and so having a strategy. There's always going to be outliers. There's always going to be these phenomenon, black swan events. That's what the COVID Mm -hmm. thing was, a black swan event. There's always going to be these kinds of things. So. Do yourself and your retirement a favor. Have a strategy in place. If you don't already have one, sit down with a qualified professional like Mike. Get a strategic plan in your corner. And of course, as we mentioned earlier, if you'd like to come out to that lunch and learn, if you um, are already you know working with Mike, but you've got some friends that might like to attend that, reach out to him, let them know. There's, I'm sure there's still space available since it's a, yeah. a couple of weeks away. Just stop by the website, spcinvesting.com, subscribe to the podcast, let them know, uh, shoot an email, give a call 336-668-4338 and all that good jazz. Mike, thanks for hanging out, buddy, and uh, dissecting some of this stuff.
0: Yeah, it's been fun. Thanks so much, Martin.
1: I appreciate it. Now, which one of us is going to go listen to Tony Orlando and Dawn
0: when this is over? (laughs) I've already got Pandora on my screen. You got it pulled up? All right, there (laughs) you go.
1: We'll see you next time, folks. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon here on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders, financial coach at Strategic Planning Corporation.